Welcome to the Supplier Diversity and Inclusion podcast series by FIPS Consulting. In this podcast series, I speak with international guests who share their experience on supplier diversity and inclusion. Today, I speak with Claire Kishoki. Claire is the Global Supplier Diversity Manager within Unilever's Global Social Procurement Team. She is responsible for driving Unilever's supplier diversity commitment, including driving strategy and implementation globally across Unilever's markets and procurement portfolios, managing external partnerships, engagements, and advocacy across Unilever's priority areas on the social agenda. She has over a decade-long experience in procurement, seven years of these being in various management positions in Unilever Kenya, Ethiopia, and now Global. Thanks a lot, Claire, for being here. And thank you for having me, Andrea. I'm super, super excited to be here. Thank you Thanks. for the invite. Thank you, Claire. So um, where do I talk to you today? Um, I am currently based in Rotterdam, Netherlands, and that's where Unilever has its head office. But I am originally from Kenya, and I have worked in the Unilever East Africa business for the past six or so years before I moved to Rotterdam. Wow. Yeah, what a change, I guess, from <laughs> Kenya to uh, the Netherlands. So, but let's talk about Unilever's uh, supplier diversity uh, efforts. And maybe you can tell us when and why did Unilever launch its supplier diversity program? Thank you for that question, Andrea. Um, I can take you to the very beginning where Unilever has a purpose to make sustainable living commonplace, right? And in January of 2021, we launched our social commitments and actions, um, which are aimed to help build a more equitable and inclusive society, right? Um, as part of uh, these compass commitments, uh, we launched our supplier diversity commitment. Uh, Unilever has always been at the very forefront of driving diversity and inclusion, especially in our workplace. Um, in 2020, for example, we achieved gender balance across management globally a year ahead of our target. We also have a program called, um, a campaign rather, called Unstereotype, where we aim to ensure end-to-end -end marketing um, inclusivity. Right. So on the back of these um, diversity and inclusion efforts, then uh, we thought and decided that focusing on supply chain diversity should also come into, you know, uh, one uh, come in as part of our diversity and inclusion um, efforts. Uh, so in January 2021, we launched our commitment to spend two billion euros with diverse suppliers by 2025 globally. Wow. Very impressive. And I love that you had this DNI efforts internally in your workforce and then decided to really look at your supply chain um, because there's so much opportunities to have diversity and inclusion efforts in a company's supply chain um, and not just internally. So how does uh, Unilever define supplier diversity and inclusion? Um. Well, supplier diversity and inclusion is um, it's a strategy and it's a strategy to increase uh, opportunities for diverse businesses 
and we define diverse businesses or diverse suppliers as those that are at least 51% or more owned by underrepresented um, individuals whose management and business operations are controlled by one or more diverse individuals. Um, this could include women, it could include persons with, with disability, it could include um, other minorities, really depending on uh, country-specific designations. Um, but we are aware that there is a need really to rethink this definition, um, not just by Unilever, but uh, by supplier diversity stakeholders, um, just to make it a more inclusive definition, um, which is really the aim of supplier diversity strategies. Um, so we know that some organizations, for example, consider social enterprises. Um, in India, for example, we know that SMEs are considered a, a protected group. Um, however, that does not fall within our definition. Um, we had a very surprising uh, um, example, Andrea, where we found one of our suppliers who is 50.67% woman-owned. So the question is, do you... <laughs> Do we or do we not consider uh -huh. them as, you know, diverse businesses, mm -hmm. considering this very, very strict um, standard foundational, very US-based 51% um, um, definition? Right, right, right. And I think, you know, it's, it's not just a discussion going on internally at Unilever, but also with the different organizations and corporates to look at the definition or define different levels of diverse owned businesses like majority owned but also women-led or minority-led um, or supporting uh, underrepresented groups internally more than um, than an average company and so on so I think it's a very interesting conversation because at the end of the day it's all about creating more equality right exactly it's all about creating wealth opportunities it's all about it's all about creating opportunities, really, and right. impacting our world socially. Very good. So is there anything um, besides that conversation or besides what we just heard um, that differentiates Unilever's supplier diversity efforts from other corporates? Um, yes, uh, a couple of uh, elements stand out about our program. Um, so firstly, our program is a global program. It's a worldwide program. Um, most uh, corporates have US-based targets and US-based programs. Our program is very, very global. Um, and the reason uh, why is because, I mean, it's relatively easier to implement supplier diversity in markets like US or South Africa, where the systems and the certification infrastructure and the mandates are all set. Right. Mm -hmm. um, however, we realize that there are greater gaps that exist in other markets where such like systems and infrastructure um, does not really exist or where it is limited. And that really is what social impact is all about. It's going to where there is, you know, extensive inequality or inequality and really causing change um, in those markets. So our program is um, a global program um, and we consider and count both certified suppliers and self-declared suppliers. Self-declared mm -hmm. suppliers because we know that certification bodies are not globally um, available um, mm -hmm. in all the markets, in all the countries. Um, um, and then over and above that, our program is uh, reported externally um, as mm -hmm. part of our annual reporting each and every year. And it 
is assured by our assurance partner, that is PwC. Very good. Yeah, so it's all auditable. Uh, what you do, it's not just uh, numbers that you just publish. So it's all uh, very much pro proven that you <clears throat> do work with diverse owned businesses. Um, so what are the priority areas for Unilever supplier diversity and inclusion efforts? Thank you for that question, Andrea. Unilever's supplier diversity strategy really is broken down into three pillars. Uh, the first pillar is um, to increase spend with diverse suppliers that are tier one level. And um, in this pillar, we set very ambitious yearly goals broken down by markets, uh, by portfolio business groups, and uh, we do an, uh, we track uh, the achievement on an ongoing basis, particularly through our supplier diversity dashboard. And uh, the second pillar of our program is around uh, building the capabilities and the capacities for diverse businesses uh, in acknowledgement that diverse businesses are generally small and they need a lot of help uh, to be um, you know, empowered and uh, to be corporate ready, really. So what we do in this pillar is we provide uh, businesses who are diverse with access to training and mentorship, um, access to um, finance, uh, access to opportunities. And maybe I can give the example, a few examples. I can give the example of a program that we launched um, very recently, which is the BSIN um, Accelerator Program um, in India. And in this program, we uh, shortlisted uh, 14 diverse startups in India that uh, are, 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 are have good opportunity to become you know, uh, uh, suppliers to corporates. And we will be taking them through a couple of months of acceleration and hopefully they will become part of Unilever's supply chain or other corporates um, supply chain, um, really. Then another uh, program that we are part of is the MSC UK Accelerator program. Unilever has been a sponsor from the very beginning in 2021. Uh, and uh, this year we sponsored, I believe, the third cohort uh, that is both a UK and Europe uh, uh, ethnic minority businesses. So really, we do endeavor to uh, build the capabilities of um, diverse businesses, whether or not it is for uh, purposes of um, our supply chain. And then uh, the third pillar we is uh, around uh, partnering with our suppliers um, to drive positive um, social change. Um, so in this, we encourage our strategic tier one non-diverse suppliers to sign um, the supplier diversity promise as a commitment that um, they will uh, join us on our journey and um, focus on uh, supplier diversity as a priority at a tier two level and then report uh, uh, be part of tier two reporting. Yeah, yeah, that, that I think there's such a huge uh, opportunity also on on kind of uh, what you just mentioned, which is also going into a tier two program, right, where you ask your tier one especially bigger tier one suppliers to look at their supply chain as well and provide um, or report their diverse spend back to, to you as their client. So um, thank you so much and impressive what, what all the programs and the things that you do around the world at Unilever. So is there a specific success story or impact that you achieved um, that you would like to share? 
we have a lot of success stories, I would say, um, um, success stories of partnerships, uh, of impact, of really good uh, diverse suppliers that we have found since we began our program. Uh, but maybe I can give a specific example of a supplier called Plastics. Um, they are a woman-owned company, um, and during the COVID period, they discovered, um, and uh, they discovered, uh, you know, the plastic waste um, that exists um, mm -hmm. in, in in Kenya, the country in which they operate, um, and they established a niche in uh, the recycled plastics market. Um, we onboarded them in 2021 um, through a local supplier diversity partner that we were working with called Invest in Africa. And um, in line with Unilever's goal to reduce our plastics footprint, they have supplied us with uh, a point of sale material, which is 100% post-consumer recycled um, mm. uh, plastics. And it has translated to approximately 10 tons of uh, recycled plastics uptake by Unilever. Wow. Um, since they did such a good job in supplying us with you know, marketing materials, mm -hmm. we are working with them and developing them to be able to supply us our packaging material for some of uh, the local brands um, that mm -hmm. we have. And we also recently sponsored their certification by WeConnect. Uh, and they were one of the first suppliers to be certified by WeConnect um, in Kenya. So something that wow. we're very about. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks a lot for sharing this uh, great story. And it really shows what can be done or what can be achieved with uh, involving your supply chain in your diversity and inclusion efforts. Um, so it's it's really great story. Thank you for sharing that, Claire. So and and also we're almost at the end. Uh, unfortunately, we could talk forever, but uh, <laughs> I would like to ask you one last um, sentence or thought that you want to share with the uh, with the audience? Uh, in early July 2023, um, this month, I went for the We Connect Europe conference, Unilever mm -hmm. was one of the sponsors, um, and I, I was honored to be there. It was a really, really amazing uh, conference. And one of the mm -hmm. last statements uh, during the closing of uh, the conference was said by Elizabeth Vasquez mm -hmm. and what she said is of course I'm sure she recorded it from someone else but what she said is how we spend our money as corporates or as individuals really is voting for the kind of world we want to live in right right um, so giving or putting more money into the hands of women into underrepresented groups really does um, have a say in how we want, I mean, the kind of world we want to live in. Um, and it very, very directly links to uh, the UN SDGs uh, on you know, reducing inequalities and bringing in more balance, uh, social balance um, into this world. Uh, that is what I would want to contribute as my last thought. That is that is great. Thank you so much, Claire. And I love the quote from Elizabeth. Uh, she is CEO and founder of WeConnect International. and um, it's so true, right? It's not just about uh, corporates at the end of the day. It's also about us individuals. What do we buy? Where do we buy it? How uh, we want to see the world. So thanks so much, Claire, for taking the time and sharing all the insights from Unilever's Supplier Diversity Program and also 
uh, your your views on it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Andrea. Looking forward to coming back another time. <laughs> Hopefully so. When you uh, got some news on your 2025 uh, target, so would love to hear about that. But not in two years, so we'll talk before. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Andrea. So um, if you would like to know more about supplier diversity and inclusion, or if you want to make your supply chain more inclusive, reach out via phipsconsulting.com or phipsconsulting on LinkedIn. Listen in to my next episodes where I talk to more experts about supplier diversity and inclusion and the impact on their business or on their organization. Reach out if you have any inputs or topics around supplier diversity and inclusion you want me to talk about. Thanks much for listening and bye, diverse owned.